I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is More The Players, the pop culture's PlayStation podcast extra. And today we're in episode seven of HBO's The Last of Us. This one is called Left Behind. And to no surprise. <laughs> and fucking weirdly, it has nothing to do with the DLC for <laughs> Yeah, no, not at all. It's it's just about how like Ellie dumped <clears throat> fucking Joel's body back there, just kept on going. It's all about Joel being left behind. No, no, it's yeah. entirely the DLC. Uh, for the game so we, we get to see uh ellie riley. you know and riley in this sort of like they're, they're fuck assing around in the, in the in natural habitat <laughs> in their origin story and uh yeah what do you think it's good it's very good um man. knowing what was coming because obviously that if you've played the game the fucking title of this episode spoils the whole thing it does it's it's yeah it's that it's that backstory it's ali's backstory it's how ali got to where she is now uh it it explains the reason why joel is taking her to the fireflies it explains pretty much everything this is the mm. yeah this is all the background law that you need to know right here in episode seven yeah and it's great like it frames every as you said it frames everything it frames yeah, how you know spoilers by the way explains how ali got bit it explains a bit more of her and in terms of her connection to uh even um woman from the first episode marlene, marlene you know talks about a show, we get to see what it's like living in that sort of you know the the fedra school um you know we get to see a little bit of that old world in the new you know when they, they they're at the, the the mall and they flick the lights on. We see all the all the stores and all that neon. Now, once again, having watched this in the release in the screeners, a lot of the VFX wasn't done, so I, I it, it looked cool, but everything did look a little muted. Um, but how did it look for, for you? It's still muted to a degree because obviously uh, the neon um, didn't quite pop in the same way. Yeah, it was it was fine. Like the arcade was really cool, <laughs> but it definitely conveyed. You know, it's got you know Ali standing up on the second story, and she's standing there in in, in pitch darkness, and she's freaking out because her torches are working, mm. and then the, all the lights turn on. And she's like, you know, but you know, it's um, so yeah, no, it does it does look good. It um, it shows it, it contrasts nicely with the the muted tones of the the decrepit falling mm. apart mall with the these still dusty but bright enough neon lights to to you know give that contrast which is cool yeah um and then also it it, it also gives us a deeper insight into into why Ali is the way that she is and how why she's standoffish with people because mm. you know she you know you, she explains that Riley's her best friend um, you find out that Riley has run away from the Fedra encampment. She hasn't been around for a couple of weeks. And then she, she sneaks back in to see Ellie under false pretenses. She's mm. like, Hey, you know, I want to hang out. I've got something cool to show you. And then they have this really nice time together. And then she's like, Hey, this is, this is actually me saying goodbye. I'm, I'm leaving. Yeah. And I'm not coming back. She's like, so you just, you know, you fucking bullshitted me the whole time. You, you, you got me out here, you know. And it's a, so she's, that similar and, analogy, you know, analogous yeah. circumstance, what we would, that Joel and Ali's discussions last week around, hey, you take me on this whole journey and then you fuck me off. You know, it's... it's Yeah. 
And then obviously, um, as you mentioned before, we we see how Ali gets bitten. And then we see her reaction to that, mm. where she basically just takes a baseball bat to all the glass cabinets. She's just furious. Yeah. And Riley's also bitten, but Riley's just speechless. She's handles, just yeah, they handle there, very differently. Just tears in her eyes, knowing that this is the end for what they presume to be both of them. Mm. Um, obviously, we know that Ellie is immune. But yeah, it's a very interesting... Um, it's very interesting to see how different people have handled it. But I think, once again, what, what we're seeing here is that further progression of knowing who Ali becomes, especially in what would be what would be part two or season two in the show, yeah. um, and having her be someone that is prone to anger and revenge. To lay the groundwork here, this is showing like, hey, this is how she responds to this news. But if you look over at, uh, at Riley, this is how she responds to it. And most people in you know it would respond on Riley's angle, really. Like, yeah. just that sort of hard depresso. Oh, yeah. Hard depresso of it all. You're like, oh, yeah, this is fucked. It's horrifying. And, like, yeah. what we're seeing here as well, because aside from it being Ali's best friend, this is where, uh, especially in the game, this, we, this is where we start to learn about, uh, you know, Ali's sexual preference. In that, yeah. you know, we see the beginnings of a, of a quite nice relationship between these two. And... You know, as they sort sort of, you know, do a, bit, a little bit of young love in there as well, which is nice. But so then, yeah. but it, it, that also really adds to that standoffishness that Ellie presents because she's opened herself up to this person deeply, and they didn't yeah. like. They said they were going to leave, but then they left like forever because they died. Yeah. Like, it's pretty brutal. It's like it's a slowish episode because all it really does from memory is covering then that. It, it, it also explains, um, you know, it further explains how she felt after meeting is it Sam and... Um, Sam and Henry? Yeah. Sam and Henry. Because she's like, she already has that survivor guilt. Yes, yes. Because... Her best friend and you know the one of the her first loves died and she didn't, and now she's like I can save this kid, and she couldn't do that either, and it just it, you know it further enforces that um, that feeling of you know survivor guilt and and whatnot, it gives you a little little deeper insight into her psychology I guess yeah which yeah. is cool like it's Sounds a it's great. a and and again it's a very important episode in the fact that it just it shows. Ali's origins because mm. we see Joel's and we see the big little yeah. bit of Ali especially with that Marlene stuff and this is really what lays that groundwork which is yeah. it's really really cool now one of the things that I noticed which I I guess I didn't pick up in the DLC is I feel they kind of aged up Riley a little bit like I don't remember there being such a substantial age difference I don't recall to be honest I haven't played that in a very long yeah, time yeah and like to me they're they are of a similar age where like i would i would see riley here to be a couple years her senior um but yeah i think she was i think she was 16 yeah and what ali's what 14 yeah 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 so it would have been a couple of years okay yeah well yeah that checks out a lot, a lot of growing can happen between 14 and 16 because the actor that they cast is riley's like 17 feet tall compared to ali <laughs> but like there's a little a lot of like it, once again, this being like a straight up 
support, for lack of a better term, of adaption, I guess, of the DLC for the game. There was a lot of great nods and references here. Even down to... You can stop recording late at night. Um, late at night, it's 8.30. We're old. Um, you know, down with like the masks and etc. Like the masks they chose, like bang on mm. from the game. Like even down to the set with like the display cabinet mm. and everything. Like obviously the shops are different because they, they actually use some real world shops. Well, this, which this, this is another episode directed by Druckmann himself. Makes so. perfect sense why he should be the one to do this. Mm. And it really nailed it. Like, I did kind of enjoy the part of them sort of, you know, running across rooftops, sipping whiskey, you know? Yeah. I do have to watch it again, though. Because once again, as we said, watching the pre-release screener, there's a scene where they jump. It's like a down... It's like a kind of like a down shot. And look, it's up. And you see them jump across the roof. And there's literally a cameraman, like, coming in with the camera like that. I, I presume it didn't make the cut. But as you come... As you inform me in the post uh, chat from For the Players this week, um, there's a scene where it's just straight up people off to the side. Like a whole <laughs> camera crew. Yeah. So... No Starbucks coffee cups yet, though. No, or samurai wristwatches, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so there's like it's it's this weird spot because there's like it's as we discussed previously, this episode is essentially the back end, like the first episode of the third arc yeah. of the series. So it's a lot of establishment, and I think that's kind of by having this one be left behind, it really is channeling that hey this back arc is very ellie driven well the first the first arc episodes one two and three joel four five six joel and ellie seven eight nine is ellie yeah at least that's what i'm seeing now now immediately you know as i said we had access to screeners we watched more i, I wanted to make sure the eight and nine i was seeing them in the best they were because they are i knowing what shots are coming up it was important for me to see them the best yeah um and then of course screener access got canned before i could you know wait for these ones so i was like oh that sucks so i'll be watching eight nine like everyone else which is cool um so i'm like i'm speculating here about the idea of it being <sighs> it's a very alley driven arc um but uh but yeah this is a pretty pretty quick chat so far it's, it, it, it's been like not even 10 minutes well, that's the thing. It's it's a very it was a shorter episode. It's a very tidy episode, and it, it it's very self contained. It is like the bottle yeah. episode, right? It's like this is exactly yeah. what it's for. It's exactly in this moment, like us, and it is. It's built so heavily on that relationship building between the two of them, mm-hmm. between Ali and Riley. But we also sort of get to see a little bit of like a bit more about the Firefly and their almost indoctrination of youth. I guess sort of the idea of you know those that want to fight against the 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 system have that and it you know it's kind of weird that they're sort of accruing teenagers, but they also at the same time don't take everyone. Because yeah. Riley makes the comment of, "I spoke to Marlene to see if you could join so you can come with me." And she said no. Hmm. So it's not like they're going to take everyone. Yeah, and we sort of get to see you know what Ali's like in her Fedra school like she's that troublemaker she's kind of disconnected we see her doing laps with headphones you know like it's interesting that like even in this post world they have to do fucking laps of the basketball court yeah that's a bit poo gotta be able to outrun them clickers mate it's true 
card it was a zombie land cardio one of those key things yeah but uh yeah like for me there's like nothing that really like jumped out in terms of of what would be the build-up of this no i think it was i think it's like you said it was that necessary bottle episode of <clears throat> they need to know <clears throat> like knowing how ali got bit is an important oh most definitely piece of, inf- piece of information and it fits here because obviously you know the 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 episode is front ended with Ali and Joel getting you know Ali getting oh Joel yeah post yeah him. post uh, Joel stabbing end, and then at the back end it's it's Ali sewing him back together yeah that like it it's uh, once again the symbology of that too is like that survivor in terms of that survivor's guilt like this yeah. is Ali getting to be that moment of no no I do get to save someone yeah. Like it's it's not in the way that she originally like that she considered it in terms of having to helping to save um, Sam, mm. um, but like here she actually gets to save Joel, which is mm. huge, and I it's something we didn't touch upon at last at last week, but the one of the final lines of episode six where it's like, I I don't know what to, I don't know what to fucking do without you, you know what I mean like it's kind of cool to have that and like granted it looks like you know you know joel's gonna have to try surviving what looks like an old coke den but um you know it's a real like shitty shanty thing he's on like some gross ass mattress and you know Mm. with a wicked gut wound and like knowing what the rest of the game has these next two episodes are going to be intense and there's a lot that's going to happen yeah but I do appreciate them taking that slow burn approach and giving time to breathe, whether it be with um, with the episode about Frank and um, Bill. Bill, I, I'm so absolutely brain farted. Yeah, between Phil, you know Frank, uh, Frank and Bill, um, we do you know because like, everyone talks about. I'm going to check some other reviews. I'm talking about how like oh a lot of this there's a lot of stuff that just sort of it feels faster than it should, you know like the idea of like jumping three months for episode was it four to five or five to six? What was that? Sorry, excuse me. When they're doing the the time jump, like the three months, and now it's all winter, and then yeah, and like in the game you kind of experience that time, but like I I don't I don't really mind it, but because it's like the the show does work at a faster pace <clears throat> however also knows when to slow down and to give these moments so we're not seeing a lot of the minor emotional connective moments that we see within the game because a lot of those come while you play yeah and that's just not something you can do here because it's a passive medium compared to a more active medium if they just do all that slow action set pieces it's not fun to watch and as we discussed a couple weeks ago having them pick and choose when to have big action moments it makes them better and more important because they're not they have a bit bigger impact because they're not just throwaway scenes exactly in every other episode, as we talked about, like with um, the the big uh, the uh, 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 clicker horde a couple episodes ago, and the bloater, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm interested to see what these fo- these final two are. I'm itching for that uh, uh, for the giraffe scene because we know it's coming. 
has to come. Um, and even how they resolve it, like where they let it sit, because knowing how the game ends and it sits on that like shot of Ali's face, I wonder if they're going to do that the same. We get to see Joel, we'll see Joel make that choice. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very um, intrigued to see what happens. And I was wondering, like, it was, it's very interesting. I was wondering whether they were going to do Left Behind in some capacity. But then when I looked at the, the, the episode names, I was like, oh, hell yeah. Excellent. Brilliant. Very cool. But yeah, like I said, it's, it's a very quick episode. Not a lot for us to break down in terms of, uh, of a larger piece. Because I said, mm. we are in the, we are in the, in, in, in the go home section it's just that's you know it's a little bit more for that character background but episode eight and nine i can only assume are going to be fucking intense and very action heavy um and suspenseful but i once again we're, we're, we're what seven for seven episodes that make you want to cry and another week where i'm like this show is winning emmys <laughs> like it's it's winning awards it's too yeah. good. <clears throat> That'll be great. Yeah. Any final thoughts? Now you're as sick as a dog, so your your brain's probably um, not functioning properly. <clears throat> oh, dude, I'm I'm fucking wrecked. It's a uh, yeah, it's it's a hot mess in my house at yeah. the moment. It's like someone um, bite me, take me out of this fucking sweat. This mess. <laughs> um, fi- yeah, final thoughts. Don't don't do dumb shit in fucking abandoned <laughs> malls. <laughs> It's, good. it's a good yeah look that experience is lovely like them playing Mortal Kombat 2 for like ever mm. is really cool um, just once again it's it's we see here we get to see Ali we see to see Ali be a kid with Sam yeah but now we get to see truly when she just gets to be a kid like for a small moment of time she got to be utterly carefree mm. and and that's when we see that that armor drop, the facade yeah. go, and we see Ali of who she is, which is this kind-hearted, energetic, you know, little kid, really. And having grown up in this world, you know, I you know she, she may be what fourteen, but she really is a kid in a lot of ways. Whether it be the naivety of you know of not experiencing the greater world or so the greater world in terms of what we would consider the greater world and that's really uh, a whole bunch of nothing when she has the survival of the, that she's had to experience it's weird but still a good episode nonetheless mm. let us know what you thought of episode 7 of HBO's The Last of Us were you left behind probably not I hope so. I sure hope not. But anyways, if you enjoyed that conversation and you want more PlayStation-related conversation, you can check Max and I out each and every week, Monday morning at 8 a.m. on your podcast services, 9 a.m. on those YouTubes, where we talk about all the latest and greatest in PlayStation. This week, we deep dive into PlayStation VR 2 uh, and all, the, and all the, the major release titles, as well as a bunch of cool little indies that you, should, that you most definitely should check out. But, are you all right? Yeah. Oh, man, you are infected. I'm good. Man, I hope I can... I, I, I don't want to get sick because I don't like getting sick, but I could do with a break. 
I mean, I did hang, I'm, I'm on ho- for, I did hang I, your house for like 10 minutes. I'm on holidays from as of Wednesday, and if I'm still sick, Chaboy's going to put in for sick leave. Instead yeah, of get a, yeah, get a med cert and go, hey, I was sick on this leave. I can't give you my annual leave back, you bastards. But until next, until next time, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. Yeah, and leave Max behind because he's sick. Yeah, he's going to down. Fucked. Yeah, I'm fucked. Just, yeah, just leave, leave him for the clickers, and they'll be like, no, and they'll munch him, and you, and you run away. <laughs>